Welcome to episode 100 of Kirby's Disc Golf World, the third annual rendition of the Frothies, the most prestigious disc golf award show on the internet. I'm JK Disc Golf, and I'm honored to be alongside with Disc Golf Jesus and Swiss Cheese. Happy 100, man. I wouldn't have thought we'd gotten here. Looks like we made it. I know. We've come a long way. I, I kind of wanted this to be like a this is your life and we could do stuff like we did like the first episodes, like where, where it was just brutally, just awkwardly us talking me talking about disc golfers that I just first seen for the first time. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking fun. We had to cut that segment out real fast. That was there for like the first 20 episodes. It was, it was quality. Check uh, it out. We The best part is we were just gathered around a small little like coffee table. Like nine by nine, nine by nine table with a microphone in between. Reed's yeah. trying to get us canceled before our two hundredth episode. Just <laughs> trying to get us canceled before we were out of season one. No, you, you, you guys were the ones that wanted to do this shit. You're like, you're like, oh man, I got this great idea for a thing. I'm like, okay, was, okay. First of all, it was a great idea. It was just we didn't know the execution. Yeah. No, it wasn't a great idea. No need to raise your voice. We're getting, we're right next to you. Yeah. No, we're in studio right now. But yeah, no, Cause, like, because you're basically like, hey, judge a book by its cover. Let's do this. That's not a great idea. Not in those. Not and that was also like four years ago, three years that was ago. Three years ago at this point. Yeah. So it was a different time. We're in, we're in 2023 now. It's yeah. fucking. It's fucking different world we live. <laughs> Your like. personality you got to tone it down a little bit. But yeah, yeah, we started this podcast three years ago. Our third annual Frothies. We're gonna get to some awards. We're gonna get, tell you guys the official Kirby's Disc Golf World picks for Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, all that good stuff, along with a little bit of our own awards here and there. And if you guys are wondering more, we these are not going to be our only awards. If you do want to see the actual award show of the Frothies, go check out the Kirby's Disc Golf or the Disc Golf World channel where the entire thing will be posted there. And this year's host actually ended up being Swiss Cheese. Yeah. I think this, these are kind of the ones that we like fought more about or like disputed more about. The other ones were kind of like, yeah, that's a winner. Like these ones are a little bit more where we had like a little bit discussion. On. I don't know. There was there was a couple there was a couple debating on the on the ones that were maybe yeah. I'd both, I think these were a little more passionate, but yeah, man, let's get into it. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So I guess we didn't really think this through. Do we want to start and just give the guy, the people what they want and just start off with player year? Do we tease them a little bit with some of our other awards first? What are you thinking? You were the host, so it's your call, Swiss. Um, let's do like the one tease. So this will be like, let's give them like the semi lame one. Like at the other award show, like this would go to like the editing award Ooh. or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, the one that like no one cares about. Then we'll give them the big one and then we'll freestyle from there. Yeah, I totally forgot the list over there on the other side of the room. Oh, but nice. We're going to read it off here okay. for you guys. We're going to start off with... <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the award to give you. There's like nothing really that we could really talk about. Um, let's just start it off simply with Rookie of the Year. Not quite the big of the Player of the Year with more of the discussion, but you know, someone making this name on themselves for the first year on tour. Um, yeah, so I, I think you had a couple of like standouts, I, I, especially in the MPO. You had um, Burridge had um, a pretty solid year, also running a playoff with Ricky. Um, it was Simon. But... Or Simon. I said Ricky, then I? Sorry, it was well, Simon. I think that is the, there's been two big arguments. It's Isaac Robinson or it was Robert Burridge. And yes. right, I think 
when you look at the actual ranking and standings, when it comes down to it, Robert Burge actually, I think, end up coming up with more points. Um, that was with the PDGA criteria, which everyone like hates it. So I don't know how much point to put <laughs> too much merit into that. But this is obviously what we believe, and what you you have basically in front of us. You have someone who went into a playoff with Simon Lazat and lost, versus someone who ended up winning one of the most. You know, one of the hardest horses on tour at being Idle Wild, right? Yep. And then I think he had a top three maybe in Portland. Um, also, you know what I mean? So he was up there. Solid season. Yeah, it's for me, it's a no-brainer. It's Isaac. Um, I, I I can understand what Burge did in that tournament um, and a pretty solid season overall. Definitely should be mentioned, you know what I mean? But, yeah, it's, it's Isaac Robinson. Yeah, Burge wins that uh... – match he, he wins the rookie of the year so oh yeah but, maybe hands yeah. down if he wins it yeah. he gets it based on all the other points but that being said the first frothy of the evening going to isaac robinson for rookie of the year congratulations isaac yeah. robinson your reward will not be mailed to you because we're not doing that here we don't got that kind of a budget <laughs> moving on then we have the fpo rookie of the year yeah, this is another no-brainer for me. I think it's Emily Beach um, is the standout. Plenty of top fives. Um, led some stats also. I, yeah, Emily Beach, bright future. I don't know. Maybe Holland Hanley would be another. I don't know if she played many tournaments the year before enough yeah, to qualify I, for rookie. I, I don't know. Who, it's just so stupid with the rookies and what's the rookie or not. It's mm-hmm. it's. It's a dumb system, so I don't know who's a rookie or who's not. So Emily Beach is cool with me. Yeah, I think based on that was the one the good thing about like the PDGA criteria is at least I got to see who was overall placing well in the, the tournaments that they were allowed to play, and Emily Beach came out on top for that. So I'm gonna stick with the second frothy of the evening, rookie of the year going to Emily Beach. Congratulations, Emily. I feel like plenty of things to come. Yeah. Congratulations on the first season. Moving on to the second award of the night, we're going to be having the breakout star for both the MPO and FPO. Breakout star for FPO and MPO? Yep. Let's so hear some. So going immediately to the FPO, I because I know exactly where Reed wants to go with this, but I'm gonna give you one thought before that. Valerie Manuhano went into the season with zero wins and kind of a little credibility to her name. Her first season on Dynamic, what she did, especially at Texas States and Waco, taking down two events. I think that was clear for a breakout, especially with the rest of the season with the top fives and just consistently staying at the top. I think this is what we can say a breakout, and that's specifically why she's leaving this year and getting signed for a bigger company. Right, breakout star. Keyword there is star. I think the person that's the biggest star and the biggest breakout star is Cat Merch. I think she big fan following. I think everybody's falling in love with her. She's gonna be big things when it comes on to the playing. So when uh, when it comes to playing next year and the years coming up, I think she's gonna do big things on the course. Cat Merch would be who I say is the definitely the breakout star okay so who was the first one i'm sorry i was helping jay out with some awards and things of that nature i gotta acknowledge the move yeah. uh, the first one we had was valerie Mondujano, and then obviously reed just said cat merch so breakout performance or star um i'm gonna go with a wild card here i'm gonna go 
with man, you guys won't count it, but I'm gonna go with Haley. I'm not gonna count it. <laughs> I'm just not. <laughs> to, 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 with so few tournaments that she played to win the arguably the biggest um, major in the FPO. You know what I mean? Kind of doing the same, doing the same thing as like an Eagle and McMahon. We're gonna celebrate Eagle um, along with everybody's with that European Open. Why don't we do the same thing for Haley King? Are you saying she's just not? She's too popular to be breakout, yeah, even think, though she only played one. I think that she's done bigger and better things. Yeah, I think she won the USDG. Then, I, okay, Quinn, it's like giving Gannon Burr breakout star. I would say, yeah, you kind of had a breakout year, yeah, though. You, you didn't have a win before this. Years. Yeah. So we can't give it to him again. We give him, like, Okay, then if I'm going yeah, if, if to do that. You only then, get so many times a breakout sure, before yeah, okay. this should just be what you do. Then I would go with. Mm. Would you count Holland Hanley with the third place finish at Worlds? If we're going to do breakout performance and not breakout star, I think we have to acknowledge Natalie Ryan. Natalie Ryan won Maple Hill. She also. Deeglo. And yeah, and Deeglo. She beat Kristen Tatar in a playoff, who is by far the best female disc golfer right now, mm -hmm. hands down. Mm -hmm. And she beat her in a playoff. I think. Her, her two wins were more outstanding than Valerie Manahanu's wins. And Valerie Manahanu all came in a bunch at the beginning of the year in her home area. Yeah, I would say Valerie's got ahead of like far more consistent season than Natalie Ryan, um, in my opinion. But I, there's definitely an argument. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's where it really comes down to is when you look at it, it is that Valerie, I think throughout the entire season showed a little bit more because a lot of the times when we saw Natalie Ryan, it was either when she wasn't in contention, it was like she was not in contention. She was kind of more out there, especially when there was times where she would drop out. And I think overall throughout this season, Valerie Manahano just did a little bit better. That's oh, where fuck I'm you leaving. guys. I got the trophy. Natalie Ryan, guess what? You get the trophy for breakout female FPO player. You can't argue with the frothy guys. That was the breakout player for the FPL, but who do we think that MPO deserves? Apparently, I can't pick Ganon Burke because he's just already <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's been fucking like. And he broke. He broke it this time. So he can't be breakout. He already he broke out last year. Um, 17 year old winning a major can't be a breakout. It just it sounds weird we, to me. He's been breakout before. He has been break. Has he? Probably. Has he? Okay. And he was my breakout last year for sure. I yeah. Because the year before that was Kyle Klein. Yeah. So he's. But who who this season then do you think really broke out in the MPO field? Nicholas Abantulo. Antula. Same thing. <laughs> that guy. His USDGC performances. Yeah. Like he. He's he was in contention. He and he's been he's been showcased. He's been showcased by his brand and showcased and shown all around. So he's getting he's getting his name out. You're gonna see him maybe do bigger, better things next year. Because I think everybody that like performed well has been performing well. Like we didn't have that one no name fucking guy step up and just not, like really take yeah, control. Yeah, not, not like we did, we had with. Nally Ryan, uh, Manahanu, and not like we had with that. We didn't have like the one. No, yeah, we really didn't. Like, except for Isaac, I would only argue. argue I was Isaac thinking Robinson. Isaac Robinson. You, know, you can say that he did break out with that little extra win there. I'm not. 
but you're right we didn't have that one kind of like oh you just want a tournament yeah. like that's kind of wild uh, yeah. we did not have that i mean you can even again i don't i disagree with this as well i think is giving it to simon because he didn't really break out because he's done this before yeah, right he's, but he's been in such a lull and such a out of the mm-hmm. scene and he's doing you know getting the two wins or not mm-hmm. one two wins right getting or, or nobody would bet on simon winning two or, is that a little bit break? or do we go i kind of see i kind of side with you as much Paul, as he's Paul a big bet he broke out of his world slump well, uh, what about that <laughs> can, can, can we just give it to Paul? no and ben? no if we're just gonna fucking make up new fucking rules for this fucking thing, let's just give it to fucking anybody. To be fair, we didn't come up with any rules. But Paul World Slump, he still finished in the top two. Yeah, but he didn't that wasn't a slump. That's a slump. If he doesn't win it, it's a slump. That's true. <laughs> I'm really torn on who to give this breakout player um, I to. Think, I think we gotta give it to. I I think we just gotta give it to the breakouts, the old hats. I like the MPO was just. There was no new. So we're not giving you a far fair. Right? Yeah, it's got to be. Isaac. We're going to postpone this Ralphie. <laughs> it's got to be Isaac. next year. No, yeah, we got. Isaac I, already won one. He can't get two. It's kind of unfair. I man, I just who else bad. broke out for him? Girthy? I don't. When? Where? You had nothing to base that off. Of. <laughs> you just <laughs> said a name. Who broke out? I don't. Girthy. I'm just throwing out names. Um, like, I don't know. I I genuinely think like almost wanna like hear me out a little bit. This might be a little bit sure. stretch, but I'm gonna give it a little bit of a. A pitch for Robert Burridge. I'm breaking out, not necessarily on the win, but breaking out into the disc golf scene. Think of how many people know Robert Burridge's name now than they did before absolutely anything. And yes, it was because he competed with Simon, but I think it was more so his skills throughout that. And then going back and continuing to kind of put his name a little bit in the rankings. Then should we just do gossip? Oh man, what about? But I do have one more. I got another one. I think we, we, might we might have the same one. I want to say it first. Could we talk about Chandler Kramer? No, Chandler Kramer was not mine. Chandler Kramer broke out. Um, he did break out. European breakout. Um, I got another one for you. What about another young player? Um, I can't remember his first name. Mund. Jake Mund. Yes. He also what what about breakout. Thomas Gilbert winning Canada? Winning the Canadian Open or Can- Canadian Worlds, whatever it's called. The Canadian Championships? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'd necessarily say she, he broke out because of that, but... I don't know. I just leave like he's also some guy who's just kind of just doing it. I I, I think now after like, seeing, I think that's how we all feel about the Canadian win as a general, as far as fans is like, eh. like yeah, but he won. Like he did eh. win it. He did. He's, he's from Canada maybe, though. It's like yeah, it's like, like Valerie win in Texas doesn't really count. But I think. But you just. We're just gonna keep rolling. We're just gonna keep rolling this one. Um, I think after the European Open, nobody knew Chandler Kramer's name, and he was actually consistently being up in the ranks after that only with a forehand. I think that was really breakout on tour where he's becoming now a household name, specifically to making a name for Lone Star. I don't think Lone Star has nearly as much sex success if Chandler Kramer doesn't do what he does. There you go. Maybe sex too. <laughs> Maybe slip up. We're not, we're not going to not acknowledge that. All that right. was too good not to acknowledge. But I think it's only fair to say the MPO breakout player of the year goes to Chandler Kramer. Nice. I love how this award hey. show is when whoever talks last and who they want. <laughs> Check it out, guys. Oh, I got the award. This one's gonna be... I, I, right. I got MPO Breakout Player of the Year, Chandler Kramer Autograph Warbird for sale. Anybody want it? <laughs> well, I, I figured the new rule set, If I, this is how my mind works. I'm going to say it out loud. We each nominate one person and we just pitch it out. And whatever one, someone's like, hmm, no, that's, that's got it right. Okay. That's who gets I'm the cool Chandler Kramer. All right, moving on now. We are going to go on to... 
our spectator award guys you know on the course disc golfers are the absolute best spectators however sometimes they happen to be the dumbest of spectators and this award goes to some of those um you got you gotta go with fucking the umbrella saving ricky's fucking what's her name? i wrote it down what's her name? green mountain championship yeah, everyone knows the yeah, and hitting the umbrella, knocking it inbounds, uh, saving the fucking tournament for Ricky. So I, I think, like, if it's going to be the best spectator award, and that spectator helped that guy win the win that tournament. So that's the he best. Did. He did kind of help. That's kind of like, when you think about it, that's, that's so messed up. Like, like if we're going to go the best, like, most spectators, the other spectators that we have nominated are going to be the ones that fuck, fucked it up and ruined it for somebody. This one... Helped Ricky win. You ruined it for that other guy who Ricky was facing, but fuck that guy. He helped Ricky win. Um, man, I'm not getting any others that are coming to mind. I got one right here because this one comes right to my mind. Who's leaving a bag in the fairway? Who does that? I and it's funny because I have a tweet out there that everyone shit on me for talking about bringing your bag to the course, but this literally affected Gannon Burr, his disc going in it, having to put his foot in the bag, obstructing his shot. I just don't see how we just can't give it to that spectator for ruining it. it I gotcha. It doesn't fucking help the case. The guy's like, you know, you can take it out of the bag. Yeah, Gannon's like, nope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, can drop it. you can drop it if you want. That's why Gannon should have won the fucking breakout alone, first of which, but Reed's Nellon Voy in his nomination. I the man like, chose to use the bag yeah. play. Cause, cause he's like, like, he's like, you want to know what? I think Gannon Burr even says in the video, it's more funny if I shoot out of the bag. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I think, again, that that's like a positive. Only a, a joking, teenager would like, do that. A joking, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, it didn't, he didn't have to happen to it. And I guess Swiss cheese won't acknowledge it. I'll acknowledge it. Fucking separating a family ellen king calling calling in fucking the popo and being like hey that 13 year old can't be around her mother i think it was younger than it now uh, okay yeah you had to be 13 she's like 11 yeah she's like that 11 year old stupid i agree it's her mouth right there <laughs> that 11 year old in a fucking foreign country can't be around her mother but let's let's make sure that stops happening and then, I really hope someone's like listening to this right now and be like, what is he talking about? Yeah, that happened. Yeah. That happened this season. Remember that. Yep. Uh, yep. Call Kristen Tatar. It was yeah. tournament. Uh, her daughter was caddying for her, and Ella King, that was doing the commentary. Doing the time. commentary. It's like, that's illegal. Call, texted her, her cardmate, the cardmates of Tatar, and said, hey, that's illegal. They, yes. they need to make that. Which. I don't know, like if if she would have like finished the the thing off, could like the PGA null and void her round or something? Maybe that's why she did it. She's like just, just to get it done before, like in case something happened. Well, either way, it, it was dumb. It yeah, messed it with so her stupid. head, and Kristen Starr proceeds to go bottom up and lose that tournament. That wasn't that, that was Champions Cup, no? Yep, that was that Champions was Champions Cup. Cup. If you guys yeah, don't know the story Champions of Champions Cup, Cup, go back and look at that final round. Tell me yep. she wasn't rattled. Yep. Yeah, and we all like check out fucking the other the trophies over there. You'll you'll get a good mm -hmm. with the Champions Cup. Yeah, so both hurt, both hindered the people. I think I think it has to go with the umbrella. I think it's more. It was it was funny. It it put it helped somebody that everybody enjoys win. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna go Elaine King. 
No, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the umbrella on this one as well, just because I think it, it was like. Oh cool, man, is straight... I'm glad I showed up, guys. This is really well, fun. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think it's just like one, two. I think it's really hard for me to fully say that Elaine King was a spectator. I get that, like, whatever. She was, she was a spectator. No, I get it. I get it. But this one's like a true someone who's just watching, like, and just let, like, yeah. why? Like, all, yeah, to me, it's like, is, why ever leave your... This is a fan. Yeah, like, why this would you. Fan. This isn't somebody that's. Working with I just system. don't understand like what the thought process was. I'm gonna leave my umbrella here. Like, why do you not just have your umbrella with you? In like, play, or, like, yeah, yeah. Just, in or, bound, or specifically, yeah, yeah, go out. Well, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Or, to or just, like, just lay, the fit, lay the umbrella down. Yeah, like anything, uh, <laughs> anything yeah, besides that. That, that, that was terrible. Like, what are the odds? But this spectator, if, if you are watching this, you know, leave a comment section below. Maybe we'll send you something for the frothies. But moving on, we have none other. Than brand of the year, guys. This is what the company we think made the biggest moves throughout the 2022 season. Let's kick it off, Swiss. I think it's safe to say that everybody, the, the brand that's popping in everybody's name is Clash. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, is, is that with the great marketing campaign for being brand new company? They have the best, hands down, in my opinion, best disc golf commercials. 100%. Yeah. I think they had the hands down best commercials and hands down the best marketing plan for a new company. First of which they rolled out what seven discs or something like that in a oh, year. A um, they pumped out a ton of molds. Um, so it wasn't like the traditional, like, Hey, here's three, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here's or, one or loft. Or, yeah, yeah, loft is like, doing one at a time. So yeah. So they pumped out a bunch um, and some of them are bangers, like absolute bangers of discs 100%. too. Um, I, I think, I think it helps. Like they're they're winning this because we're we're clash we're a clash fucking podcast. We are we really we, we are. thoroughly enjoy clash. We everybody bags at least one clash disc. I think everybody bags at least two actually. Maybe not JK. Yeah, they only got one right now. But uh JK rocked a clash bag for mm. most of the year. Yep. I think I think they just ran away with it. I think the the one company that's looking to next year to win this award would be Lone Star with all their signings with like their first signing with uh, Nico LaCastro after the Chandler Kramer, like that one. But the first signing of Nico LaCastro was like, like they, like whoa, what's going on? And yeah. then Emerson Keith, the the Carries, um, Valerie Manahanu and Mason Ford when they signed. Well, speaking of Valerie and Valerie and Mason, I would say dynamic needs to be represented in this as far as one of the best brands a because of the ricky signing b this kona valerie and mason signing valerie having the year now i understand what we're all thinking towards the end that they saw a lot of these names have dropped but still for the entire year who they signed the disc that they sold with the signings yeah i think they also got to be discussed as far as being up there and for clash for clash to do what they did with just Nico and Nico getting suspended halfway through the year. I think that's like the huge thing is what would have happened if Nico was there the entire season yeah. and was able to mark and beyond too. Like and 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 done something like fucking win anything yeah. or, and don't do something cool. And the best thing about Nico too, you can't deny this, is he pushes whatever is like representing him, he makes sure that he's posting yes. every yes. day. Yes. Annoyingly, he, sometimes with like constant he, story he, posts, he does he does he does work. He, he does what you want he, him to do. He pushes your he pushes the brand he that sponsors and he mm-hmm. loves that shit. So and yeah, he was doing that for class the entire time. So they did ride that. Out. And I'm, something like in the back of my mind, like that I always kind of think is they were giving 
um Nico at least a six fake contract, right? So like I wonder like how much of that do they just get back and what they're gonna reinvest that into if it's gonna be another player, if they think you know making a whole bunch more discs smaller is the way to go. I'm just really curious and going forward in 2023 what clash is move is yeah, going exciting. to be. But I think with their 2022 season, it only makes sense to give them this year's best brand frothy. Nice. And yeah, this might have been completely biased. And hey, this oh, it's hella, it's hella biased. It, I just got the fucking cookie, and I'm a hundred percent in that. Page. I, I just want to say, the guys, if you're listening to this at home, the Frothies is not sponsored by Clash, but it could be soon. So moving on to the next, the next one. I think it only makes sense. We talked about the best brand. Let's talk about the best disc of the year. Let's kick it off, Jesus. Um, see, like. This is so hard. I guess the best disc that came out this year has to go with the best company. I think the disc I've seen most like raved about is the honey and and the wild honey. That's the mm, one I've seen. I've never thrown the wild honey. Actually. Yeah, I've never. We've only, we've only, only got protos, the prototype. Protos. So we've only thrown the regular honeys. Um, yeah, but so I think that's the, that's the one disc I've seen around. Like if it was me, if I was going to go with my disc of the year for 2022, I'd probably go with the Borium. I think mm-hmm. I think that's that's the brand new disc that I've been using the month. Like I especially at the end of the year, I found a lot of fun with it, and I found a lot of good throws with it. So if it's my disc of the year, I'm gonna go boring. But if it's the new disc that came out this year, it's definitely the honey. It's the one I, that's, I've seen everywhere, and everybody seems to fucking love the shit out of that. That's like the one disc I see out of besides the splice. I've not seen any bad things about the splice. But every there's no bad thing said about the honey. Well, I think the honey is just overall a great disc. I think no matter who you are, it has a role for you. I think that's something that where if for a distance driver that I've believed since I was throwing it, it's so understable that I feel like slower arm speed people even have the ability to flip this thing flat and get distance where maybe they weren't able to before. To me, it feels if you haven't thrown a honey, it's more like a still less stable rate so you're getting a lot of turn out of it if you can get a lot of power so I, a lot of times when i was throwing the honey either i was putting in a massive hyzer or i was really slowing down my arm speed still getting these crazy flex lines which is awesome and i think with my experience with the honey i i completely could see why it makes sense for it to be this clear and you kind of throw out a little interesting point too when you give a little bit of your personal one i want to also do that and i'm going to stick with the clash brand personally for me the clash discs man i don't know what about that disc that just really attracts me and really just I just throw it so well. It's my if I have a disc right now that I can grab to throw a shot, and I with my most confident shot, I'm grabbing the mint because I could do it forehand back, and that was something for that disc slot, that overstable putter that I wasn't confident with. I always wanted a forehand disc like the zone or the yarn in my backhand. I would only throw the tactic, and this just to me combined both those factors. So I love it, and it's going to continue to stay in my bag. Um. So yeah, man, there's a ton of discs that came out. And I think like we're just stuck in ourselves with the clash. I, I think um, I, yeah. I, there's a ton of discs, but we haven't thrown them. That's yeah, the like, thing. The, like the, Mindbender, the, the, the new tilt came out. Yeah, um, you got like a Nova released a ton. Like yeah, but they're all like weird. Like, I'm not gonna <laughs> get like wasn't there a disc called like the it. Yeah, I'm not gonna or get the that. animal. Was yeah, it might have been the. No, yeah, yeah. There, there's, there there's, is an animal. Yeah, too. Paul's the, the Athena. I never want to throw the like. The I never Athena. had an urge. I heard it was just like a T bird. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, what's the new what's the new one coming out from Minova? The charge. The charge. Maybe maybe I'll get that. Even, I'm kind of interested in that. I'm not gonna lie. It's even, stupid name, and I don't really even, care about the stand. Even though I've not, I've cut down the amount of Nova. You got Discmania DD one. Yeah. Um, granted, that's brand new, yeah, so that's, that's probably not gonna. Yeah. yeah. But 
Yeah. You got th- Thought Space. I think Thought Space had one or two releases too. I'm sure. Like, like so. I yeah. I think it's the one that we've all. The honey's the one we've thrown, and the honey's I've seen the like most praise and most ups up, up about. I, yeah, I can't disagree. Wait, Swiss, do you have your disc of the? Don't matter, man. Disc of the none, none of mine are gonna get selected, so let's move on. We're no, cool. what's your, your personal, personal one? Your personal, uh-huh. disc of, personal disc of the year? What brand was, new one? No, just any disc that like made it's like you really thought, damn, this disc this year did work for me. No, I got nothing. You have none. There's no disc where you're like, damn. This was like no, really I think we good. talked about Clash enough, so I'm not going to bring it up. I know I, you guys are trying to fucking force feed me bringing up the berry, but I'm not going to bring up the berry. <laughs> so so let's move on to the next the one. Like, <laughs> no, like we, we've literally already like so I, gargled I, down I enough of the fucking Clash Kool-Aid for you, like you could, a solid 15 sh- minutes of the 20 Wait, minutes on. of this podcast. You also, so have that, you also have like that streamlined disc that you really like. The one with like the weird elephant on it. That's prodigy. The shadow, oh, facts, shadow right? facts. Yeah, the yeah. shadow facts could be one that you've talked. You talked. Yeah, about. I, you have a brand new. You have brand new putters you're throwing that you could do, that you could talk about. Like it, you weren't trying to push the berry. No, like, you were trying like to push like the Jefferson. Right, pushed, no, uh, Je- Jefferson said the mint. Like because that's it's just that's just genuine. that that find that popped in our bag. Like that's all right. We can move on from okay. that. I think the frothy does happen to go to the clash discs, honey. If you haven't tried it out. Definitely recommend it from all of us. It was in our bag at least one point. So, yes, Swiss can stop being a little bit of a hater right now. (laughs) Moving on to the award. We know you guys are most excited about the player of the year, the official Kirby's Disc Golf World Player of the Year. We're going to start out out with the MPO Swiss. Who is your vote for player of the year? Ricky Waisaki is my vote for player of the year. Yeah. I think he had the most points in DGBT. He had the better season, better money, better cash. Ricky. Um, I'm going to go with a guy by the name of Paul McBeth. He won his six worlds, like just stamped his name forever as the top disc golfer of all time. Fuck anybody else. Um, and <laughs> that's just a fact. And like, kind of like, there was so much hate. I like, so much is after his second place finish, like, after his down years, at the down year, he kind of yeah, no, is, is fucking Paul McBeth dead. Is fucking, Paul, and he just shut everybody up. I think he won. I don't, I think he had the second best rounds ever in the, of the year. Oh, you're talking like pointage and then i think he i he didn't just win worlds right he won something else too didn't he uh he didn't he really have memorial. a whole lot of wins but he did win something yeah he had a memorial win oh, he had there you go memorial is not really whatever no, memorial maybe he didn't win anything but he fucking he led america to the championship in the in the european thingy Man, that, that fucking thing just completely erased my w- mind. He won Waco. <laughs> he won Waco. Yeah. Waco is fucking a huge. No, what are you doing? No, it's not. It's huge. No, Waco is so fucking huge. We man, literally said j- how Valerie Manuano does that up. It's not FVB. But I, yeah, I think to settle this, I, I really want to say Simon just so we all have one one one, but I just can't. I think rookie Waisaki deserves it. I think especially with the final win at the the tour championship really solidified it. 
especially doing what he did to do it. The hole was only birdied two times, I believe, the entire tournament. He did it back to back holes yeah, that was to dirty. beat um, DGPT champion. Yeah, but what was, I forgot who he's playing against. But doesn't oh, really good question. Yeah, it's completely playing in my mind. But yeah, I think when Ricky took that down, getting more wins in the season, it to me over Simon, Ricky Wasaki. I think it just to me it just makes sense that he gets the player of the year. The player of the year, Ricky Wasaki wins the Frothy. FPO. Now we're gonna be moving on to the FPO player of the year. This one again gets a little bit interesting because it's funny that we saw the PDGA and the DGPT who they put out, and then again for them the winner of player of the year was Paul Macbeth. However, that's not the case for Kirby Disco World, but. Um, the winner of Player of the Year for PJ just came out and was Paige Pierce. That being said, Swiss, who do you think was the FPO Player of the Year? Jesus, who do you think? Why? Why? I want him to explain why. I think, I think there would just, it needs explanation. I. I got yeah, Tatar. <laughs> I think it makes only sense that Tatar wins Player of the Year. I think Jay was like just trying to like make oh. a little more drama than needed to be. Like, no, it's Tatar. Pa- yeah, Paige didn't have the fire. Paige knows it's Tatar too. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, I, I think yeah. Paige knows it's Tatar. When you look back at two, Tatar is just stats. When you just, yeah, when, when you nearly cash more than any MPO player on the season mm-hmm. or every one, yeah, every other M- MPO but one. Yeah, Player of the Year. Done. Stamp. Yeah, I think well deserved. Chris Latar, greatest FPO season, winning the Frothy this year. That's gonna wrap up the award ceremony for the podcast. But if you guys want to see more awards, specifically the best shot and best putt, head over to the YouTube channel where you can see all those clips and the award ceremony. Make sure to check that guys out. But if you're staying tuned, we're gonna be giving a little bit of predictions on the 2023 disc golf season i have a little bit of question it's kirby's disc golf with two early predictions we do this every single year and we're nothing's gonna change here we're gonna do it one more time all right starting off we do this again the tradition so (laughs) who do you guys think will be outside of the top 32 oh that's in it now i'm actually i'm gonna I'm going to switch that. I'm going to switch that to who do you think is going to be? Actually, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> That's all on me. Who do you think is going to be outside the top? So who's in and finishes out? Yep. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Cool. Nice. Who, who is in and will finish outside top 32? And just for the people that are listening and can't see it, I'm going to give you a little bit of breakdown from 32 to 23, kind of so you get a little bit more thought of the guys here. You have sitting at 32 spot going down, Gavin Rathbun, Andrew Marweed, Kayla LaVisca, Drew Gibson, Nico LaCastro, Aaron Gossage, Greg Barsby, Lori Lithanen, Vano Makala, Garrett Gerthy on the 23rd spot. Um, give me who's going to get out. I um, I don't think Andrew Marley is that good. I, wow. think he'll, I think he'll drop out of the top 30. That's I just, I just don't really think he's... Cause I can I can see Gavin Gavin Rathbun coming back like being off Better. of injury moving up. You wanna know what now? Or Kayla Visca's old as fuck. <laughs> I'm a, you wanna know what? Fuck that. Kayla Visca's gonna be out of top thirty two. He's gonna be like he's gonna be like thirty five, thirty six, but he's gonna be out of the top thirty two. Okay. I'm sorry. Kayla Visca. Who you going with, Swiss? Um 
Out of those names, man, a part of me wants to pick Greg's Barsview, but dude, the game's a, the guy's a gamer. Like, you know what I mean? He's gonna be do it no matter what. Um, I'll go. Drew Gibson drops out of top thirty-two. Man, you pick Greg Barsby over Drew Gibson. You're insane. I'm going to go with Greg Barsby's dropping outside the top. There's just no way that I think Greg Barsby's game does not compare to Drew Gibson's game, especially in 2023 disc golf. I'm sorry. I think the distance is going to be shown more in, more out. And Drew Gibson's got it. And really, what does Greg Barsby do better than Drew Gibson? So like, oh, just between those two yeah. for you guys. Throw in. Throw in. That's, that's, okay, but like, by far, I think Kale's Kale a safe choice. I'm going to be a little bit more like controversial. I'm picking a guy who's 26 in the ranking right now. Oh, let's go. Let's scroll champion. up. Scroll up. I'll, I'll pick somebody get even higher. Let's go. Yeah, you're just going to pick a name to pick a name, though. Yeah. I can say a name, too. No, Kale's too con- consistent. It was Bar- Barsby or Drew Gibson. I don't think Drew had a consistent year last year. and. Well, if you thought that was hard. Hey, where, where's Brody Smith? We'll get there when we get there, man. Okay, cool. We did who will be out in the top 32. We're going to break it down a little bit more. We're going to go into the top 20. Who do you guys think will be outside the top 20? I'm going to give a little bit of names for the listeners back home. Starting at the 20 spot, going to the 11th spot while you guys think. Starting in the number 20, going down, you have Bradley Williams, Alden Harris, Kevin Jones, James Conrad, Chris Clemens, Anthony Barella, Nate Sexton, Joel Freeman, Corey Ellis, and Isaac Robinson. I think Kevin Jones can easily be out of the top 20. You, you don't hear that dude's name anymore. That dude's just fucking trying to make money being a DJ. Um, I, uh, I honestly think... I think... I think Joel Freeman could be in the top 10, but I also think Joel Freeman could be outside the top 20. That's fair. Like I, I think both I can't of really those, argue that. I think both of those things could happen with Joel Freeman. So he, he there he's, those are my those are two picks that I can give out. I can, I understand your KJ, but I think KJ is what we think he is and that is like the perfect spot where KJ is always at. I, I, year I think in and year out. I think t- I think Top twenty-five, yes. I don't think top twenty is the is KJ's spot. Oh, I think he's I think yeah. top twenty-five. I think I think top twenty-five is KJ's spot, but I I don't I think he's not good enough to stay up in the top twenty. I'm surprised he's. Up in the oh top man, I think he's like yeah. I think he's he's right where he should be. He's in that like fifteen to twenty at all the time every year. Um, Bradley had a win and he took twentieth, so I'm gonna go Bradley Williams. I know that's a cop out, but where would he have been without that win? You know what I mean? As far as in the points. So you take that away. I kind of think it's going to be Bradley Williams. If I was going with a shocker, if I was going like out there shock. Wait, I got a shocker. Go ahead. Let's hear yours. You're going the opposite. You went the 20th. You put the last person. I'm going to go with the last. Oh, I guess not the last person, but the last person I named Isaac Robinson. Oh, I was about to say the same thing. In 11 plays. I just, he won. He got a win. And will he do that again? Can he back that up? Um, the only thing that's scary to me is like someone that got a win two years ago and then didn't get a win this season was Kyle Klein. You still see Kyle Klein sitting in that 10th place spot. Uh-huh. But I think uh, if I'm betting on anyone, I, you know, I've proven to make this call before. I'm picking Kyle Klein as an overall better disc golfer than Isaac Robinson. I don't know if he can quite hold on to that top 20. Do I think he'd be a 22, 23 disc golfer? I do. Yep. How did Nikola Alvatuna not win fucking breakout player? He's number nine on this list, motherfuckers. God. <laughs> Fuck. I, d- I did notice that. I did. <laughs> Fuck it. But like okay, like as much as I don't want to, I'm not necessarily 
I like Nicholas Antula, but I'm just not backing his game up as much Fuck as I'll suspense. back his game up. I know, all I know, day. I know, I know. I know. Bullshit. Yeah. Hey, guess what? I got the awards still. Nicola, you get the award. There you go. I, I'm I'm okay with that one. And then finally, we're gonna be breaking out. Who do you guys would think was gonna be leaving the top ten? And I'll give you guys at home the top ten. And the tenth place spot, you have Kyle Klein, Nicholas Antula, Simon Lazat, Matteo, Chris Dickerson. Calvin Heinberg, Gannon Burr, Eagle McMahon, Paul McBeth, and finally in the first place spot, Ricky Wysocki. Is Eagle going to play enough? Um, I think there's a lot of picks. Well, I think that his new sponsors are going like, to want him to play a full season. So I think, I, I think they're going to want him to get a lot of reps. This new sponsor is going to love yeah, that. They're going to be really pushing know. that. Good. Um, like I, I, Kyle Klein, and I think Kyle Klein and Matt Orham are my two I'm looking at. I could see Calvin Heinrich dropping out of the top five, but I don't think he's going to drop out of the top ten. Same with Gannon Bird dropping out of the top five. Like I can see him dropping down to nine or ten. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think they drop out. But okay. yeah, Kyle, I can Kyle Kinds. Like, I think he can drop out. And Matt Matt Orm has been sneaky, like sneaky good, sneaky mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think maybe. He's just not going to be sneaky anymore. Just Medio is also on my list. He's the one that kind of popped out. I think mine between the two, I have more faith in Klein than you. My two are probably Medio and Simon are going to drop, most likely to drop out of the top 10, out of this list. Yeah, when I'm looking at it, to me, it just screams Nicholas Santula and Simon Lazat. I just, both of them had, oh, Simon specifically had a great season. Kind of almost comparing to his 2017 season, which was an absolute ridiculous season for him as well. I don't think that he necessarily can keep up that well, or he might completely surprise me. Who knows? Maybe he just kind of reached his peak game at disc golf, which I really, really hope so. But I can bet a little bit more that I don't think Nicholas Antula is a top 10 disc golfer, in my opinion. Um, so I don't think that we're going to see him necessarily there. But what we just did, we're going to do a little bit backwards now. We're going to be doing who do we think is outside the top 32 that's going to be breaking in for the MPO before. We go into and do the exact same thing for the FPO. So don't think we're missing oh, yeah, out on the FPO. Nice. I was about to ask that. No, yeah, we're definitely. So these ones are breaking into the top 32. Who is outside the top 32 that you think is going to be in the Ooh. top 32? And then these are some of the names just shy of that going from 33 um, up from there. So we have Ezra Aderhold, Andrew Presnell, Emerson Keith, Mason Forth, Jake Hubenayer. Oh, I cannot pronounce that name. Uh, Juna Heinen. I apologize. Paul Uliberry, Jesse Nienemann, James Proctor, Ben Calloway, Gavin Babcock, Chandler Kramer, and then 45th place, Matt Bell. I guess I should say Brody at 46, too. Uh, let's go with. I think uh, Ezra is a safe pick. I think Ezra can easily yeah. move up to the top. But let's go with um, Mason Ford throwing. Nova, throwing wherever Valerie wants to go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest. Yep, so, um, so maybe Mason Ford. With that's another. Hey, real quick question: Valerie gets more a higher contract than Mason? No, no, mm-hmm. same. Ooh, same. <laughs> same. Right. You got to think about it though. If it causes you to think, it, no, you want to know what she might be. They, they probably should. like. I want to be surprised if they just sign together. Like it's just, I would be surprised that I would, like yeah. if it's just like you. one little like oh they're definitely even yeah, like even like Deanne Carey and her husband I, like they're probably yeah. like that makes sense it's probably like a package deal like like you're getting paid this much yeah. and so 
So I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, I, Ezra's the easy one. He's right there. He's knocking on the door. Um, but I'm going to go with. Man, Jay's going way in the wrong direction for me to kind of look. Like, I, I had the name and I already lost Sorry. it because I'm like. Emerson Keith? Emerson Keith. And, and, uh, and I knew it was going to bother Jay, but he'll get up there. He'll be in there. Hey, Jay used to like Emerson Keith. When? Oh. That sounded really bad. It's I'm not that like I have anything yeah, wrong with Emerson was, Keith. The... It's just like I've never been necessarily a Man, big you, Emerson Keith advocate. You and Jesus got to work on your anger. <laughs> I just, you hate Emerson Keith. All right, who do you think, Jay? I think when I'm looking at this, I'm really trying to like pick someone. I'm not necessarily really confident in any of my picks, but based on a lot of these names. I'm just going to go with Chandler Kramer. I think that with his breakout season last year, continuing on Lone Star, that he, you know, developing maybe a good backhand too. He's been teasing that. We're going to see good things in the 44 spot. Not too many far spots to go. I think Jake should also be. A, he could be easily. He's my second pick. You human, know what? Again, Human Meyer. I can never say. He's winning man. it. He's going. He's moving up to top 32 because he he's beat like 6000 fucking people in his life. Right. Yeah, to be so old. Yeah, fucking Paul Ulibarri. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just don't see that one. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Why not what? I Put it in the book. Put it in the book. Hey man, these guys don't think you can be top 32. You be Put top 32 books. and he'll do it. I hope so, man. Now we're going into the top 20. Who do you think is outside the top 20 that's going to break into the top 20? Oh man, we're doing this too. I think I've already talked about this shit. I guess we don't. We can just stop doing that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Just like kind of one pick that was out yeah. there. Let's yeah. jump with the FPO. Yeah. Let's go. I know. All right. Now we're going to jump a lot in. more interesting. All right. Going into who is in the top 32 that you think is going to be bumped out in the 32 spot going down. I We have Holly Finley, Kieti Tiati. That's not it, but Aria Castriuda, Rebecca Cox, Juliana Corver, Alex Benson, Vanessa Van Dyken, Madison Walker, Emily Beach, and in 23rd, we have Alexis Mandujano. I'll scroll up for you guys if you guys want to see. Man, I'm going to have to say it's Juliana Corver just because I don't know how many more tournaments she's going to play. I think she has the talent to stay there, but I'm not sure about the number of tournaments, where she's at, and how much she's going to tour. So she's my quick pick to finish outside. Um, my quick, I think my quick picks Alexis. Ooh, wow. she, man, she, that's just not. I think that's a bad take, man. I do too. It's a bad take. Oh, I think she's being overshadowed. You don't listen to spit on man. Gonna give fucking. She's just gonna give up and fall off the face of the earth. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Know, I completely disagree with that one. I, but I think, completely disagree. Watch, I do. watch it happen, guys. I you know. I think in the 21 spot, I'm going to take the easier pick than the Juliana Corver, and I don't think Heather Young is going to be in the top 32 for any longer, just because I don't know if she's going to be playing any more tournaments, and if she does, I don't know if she'd be able to compete at the level that she once did. Moving on then, who do we think will be outside the top 20? Starting in the 20th place spot, we have Jessica Weiss, Maria Oliva, Jennifer Allen, Heidi Lane, Deanne Carey, Kat Merch, Ella Hansen, Macy Valadez, Sarah Hokum, and in that 11th place spot, Valerie Mandujano. Um, I am most concerned with Maria Oliva. Um, new bag, new company. Uh, could be an interesting season for her. And where, man, it wasn't long ago at, earlier in the season where we were talking about her as a breakout performer. She had a great early half. So it'd be, with just with the new bag, I wouldn't be surprised. And 
She just signed, right? Mm-hmm. Where did she sign to? Thought Space Athletics. One-year contract. Space. So that's an open bag. It is an open bag. So I don't think she's going to have I did not think of that. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. She's so, more comfortable than ever. Yeah. Actually. Um, I will go with... I don't know. I think the easiest... Deanne Carey always seems very up and down. So maybe the down will be more than up this year, and she'll fall out. Of I kind of agree with the DA carry. It just I don't never. It's, it sounds mean to say, but nothing that like that spectacular that kind of just like screams at me. She's someone who is just like kind of good at everything and just does the, the you know yeah. plays the course to what the course needs to be played. Done. She has a new bag. I don't know how she's gonna react to the new Lone Star discs, and I think I just see some other names like I think Maria Leva is gonna continue to do good things. I think that Jennifer Allen still has years to compete. I think that. Even looking back yeah. down, we have, I think Alexis Manahano is going to do great things. I think Emily Beach can do great things. I think there's a yeah. lot of names that are going to push out people like Deanne Carey, unfortunately. Yeah, I think there's multiple that might be, you know what I mean, with some of the names that are just in that top 25 that will mm-hmm. come in. You're absolutely right. And then moving on to who do we think will be out of the top 10? We have starting in the 10th place spot, Holland Hanley, Haley King, Natalie Ryan, Evelina Solonen, Paige Pierce, Owen Scoggins, Missy Gannon, and Hannah Bloomers, Katrina Allen, and Christine Tatar. Christine Tatar. Well, that was dumb. Hanley Ryan, because she's not allowed to play <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. That is oh, yeah, fucking bullshit. Fucking, yeah. fucking PGA. Find out. This cost more conservative than we thought. Um, I don't know. That seems pretty much conservative. How that disco was, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. I'll start it off just because because this might make Swiss a little angry. But when you're looking at everyone. To me, you could go with a safer pick with the own Scoggins. However, I'm going to be picking the person in that 10th place in Holly Hanley. I'm not necessarily fully believing that she has what it takes to continue to be a top 10. I you know I've been hearing from Swiss. I've been hearing from a lot of people specifically on that sidearm power and what she's just been able to do so far. I'm not fully convinced on that. She kind of has to show me and I'm, if I'm presented with these names as I am, she's the one I'm least confident in staying in the top 10. Yeah, that's... I think it's so too hard for me to pick because knowing that there's already a spot open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be a spot open. There's already a spot open yeah. in this top 10. So they, they literally have to drop two spots at least. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah. I, I guess I can see Evelina moving up to top five and moving out of top 10. Like that, maybe she's going to be the one. Mm-hmm. But something tells me she's going to try to, she's going to be really working on that putter and trying to find something. Fully. That clicks. So, yeah, I man, I don't want to say own, but that's the only one that's really like <sighs> popping off. I think that's fair. Like, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah, uh, I just think, because, man, you got room for like, you're looking at this top 10 and you're like, you got like cat merch behind there. You got, yeah, you know, yeah. you got some names that's that are what I'm saying, in. where there's just so many names behind that you're yeah. just going to, you know, yep. there's so many more people to fill AC, in. I'd also man. like to point out this has nothing to do necessarily with, I mean, kind of does. Look at Kristen Tatar's dominance index compared to, Katrina Allen, who's in second place. She has 128. Katrina Allen's at 56. This just shows how much more that Chris Tatar is defeating the field. Like, <laughs> it's just absolutely insane. But we're going to wrap up this prediction with who do you guys think who is in the top or outside the top 32 is going to be moving in? 
Starting at 32 or 33 spot, we have Cynthia Risati, Stacey Ronsley, who just got signed to Castaplast, oh. Kona Panis, Sarah Gilpin, Jenny Engstrom, Stacey Haas, Stephanie Vincent, Erica Stitchencomb, and 40th place. Uh, I think the easiest one is Kona, they I, say. Can, can, we, can we not do this? Yeah, can we, let's not do this for the females. Let's do top, move into the top 10 for females. All right. Oh, who fills the spot? Who fills the shit? I like that. Because there's already a spot open. That's that's just going. Who's gonna fill in that top ten right now? Yeah, and I think because these are because when you with the FBO when you get down to thirty two, that's true. So you lose less with Yeah, I'm like, I do agree. So who guys thinks you're gonna jump in that top ten? Like the. Um, I'm gonna let somebody else pick that person, and I'm gonna pick my favorite FPO female. I uh, can't merge. She, she's gonna make that jump, huh? Yeah, I like. She loves where she is. Like she loves, like she loves slowing it over. She just got a, she just mm-hmm. got an extension. Um, did that break Nico's heart? No, yeah. okay. No, Nico, Nico, Nico's a little hurt. I think N- Nico understands. You get, get paid. You get, yeah, you get paid. And and all the and all the other couples are going to fucking Lone Star. They didn't want to. They want a couple battle. Fucking compete with that. Um, yeah, I think. Mm. I think if she like finds her putt, she can be unbelievable. Like her drives and her like upshots are. She's a little shaky sometimes. Yeah. yeah so, but I like, and I wanted I I kept one open because I know one of you two dumbasses are gonna say, and it's gonna be a good answer as well. I'm gonna go with I think Ella Hansen's gonna yeah, be in the top yeah. ten. Yeah, I know uh, I I, I've been an advocate for Ella Hansen for a yeah. while now. I think that she's had a little bit of that time that we've said that she needs. I think hopefully same way with Evelina, kind of that dedication to hopefully that putt pays off. Her distance game's on another level. Her roller game is untouched. She has parts of her game that are just absolutely insane, especially getting to circle one and circle two for position for birdie. The problem has come to, especially that circle two is hitting those putts for birdie. Mm-hmm. 2023 is going to be a new year. New Ella Hansen, first up. Let's get it. It helps when you throw farther than everybody else. Everybody, man. <laughs> everybody. And your rollers <laughs> go just as far. That's so awesome. I'm not going to go with the obvious, and I think the obvious is obviously Valerie, right? Yeah, None of us yeah. are going to acknowledge Valerie. I've already kind of accepted that she's, that she's in, in the top, top 10. 10. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll stick with that, and I'm going to go with Macy Valadez. Um, just got promoted to DDO. She's going to get more support. Um, and I think she's continually grown every year as she's played more tournaments every season. I think it's going to be Macy. We'll easily slot, slot into that spot. Don't necessarily think you're wrong on any of those choices. We're kind of running a little bit longer than I have. A lot of predictions. Ooh. We're trying to do a little bit more of a rapid fast fire. round. Let's yeah. do a little bit of rapid fire. Right, up cool. Some 2023 predictions. Cool. We're going to start with Jesus. Go to Swiss, then me and wrapping up, and then I'll ask the next question. Who do you think will win their first event in 2023? Cat Merch. Cat Merch? Um, Ella Hansen. You stole my answer. I'm going to go. Now I uh, didn't win. Uh, now I can't leave any because you stole. I was, all I was dedicated on was Ella Hansen. So I'm going to stick with Ella Hansen, though. Macbeth versus Wysocki. Who has a better finishing place at the end of the year or better season? Uh, Macbeth. Wysocki. I'm going to go with Wysocki as well. Pierce versus Tatar. Pierce. Tatar. I'm going to go with Tatar as well. Klein versus Burr. Burr. Sorry. I was going to go Klein. I'm going to go Burr. Valerie versus ha- Holland Hanley. Valerie Mondohana versus Holly. Valerie. Holland Hanley. 
Valerie. I'm going to go Valerie as well. Who do you think is going to be the world champion for FPO and MPO in 2023? Um, Give me Cat Merchant Nicola Castro. Nice. It's, it's, it's the earliest pick. I'm going to fucking go off the wall. Cat Merchant Nicola Castro. <laughs> All right, I'll go off the wall pick. Um, in FPO, Haley King, great in the woods. Um, woods course. Um, MPO... Give me Calvin. Wow. I think Calvin's more of the outfall pick than Haley King. Maybe. That actually not might not be wrong. I'm gonna go with world champion, two-time world champion Kristen Chatar. And then um from the MPO, I think he's gonna keep doing it, have a successful season, and Gannon Bird is gonna be a world champion. Why? US, USDGC, the next major. Who do you think? Um, give me James Conrad. Paul Macbeth. Paul Macbeth's a good answer. I kind of want to go <laughs> with Paul too, but I'm not. And I think he needs this for his resume, and he's going to dedicate himself to it. Ricky Wysocki. Match play. Oh, are, you do, uh, are we going to do FBO? We are. Okay, cool. But we're going to do... Match play. Owns Gogans. Two-time. Two-time. Match play... And there's always a wild card that kind of like wins it. I'm going to go. I'll be the one that Ella wins. Kaylee King's going to win this one. Uh, do you want MPO? Yep, I do. Uh, match play for MPO will be Chandler Kramer. Wow. I am going to go. The goose is loose. I'll go Aaron Gossett. I'm going to go with Eagle McMahon. Who do you think is going to win the U.S. WDGC? I think Kristen Tatar won that one. Yeah, Tatar, I'll take. Well, if I think Tatar is going to win every major, I think it only makes sense that she wins this one as well. So Kristen Tatar. Finally, who do you think is going to be the player of the year in 2023? MPO and FPO? Yep. Just give them both right away. FPO will be Haley King. And MPO will be Ezra out of hold. Tatar, Eagle McMahon. 2023 world champion, not world champion, 2023 player of the year, Kristen Tatar alongside Calvin Heimberg. Wow. Okay. That's going to wrap up this year's rendition of the Frothies. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed. Let us know what your favorite award was. And make sure if you want to see more awards, check out the YouTube channel for the entire award ceremony. Guys, there's not going to be an episode of Kirby's Disco World next week. I'm going to the Caribbean. So I'm going to be playing some Caribbean Disco. Make these guys a little bit jealous. Are you really going to play Caribbean Disco? Yes. Yes, I am. There's a course on the island. So there will not be an episode next week. But of the official First episode of the 2023 season, season four of Kirby's Disco World will be not next week, but the next week. This was episode 100 of Kirby's Disco World. Been doing this for three years. If you've been here since the beginning, thank you so much for the support. Even whenever you jumped on, thank you so much. We're we'll be continuing throughout 2023 and beyond to push out great Disco content. So stay tuned for more. I'm Jake Disco. Alongside me, I have Disco Cheese and Swiss Cheese. Good night. Peace.